Blog Talk Radio. Hello listeners, welcome to another internet broadcast of The Unexplained World with your host, Edward Shanahan, a paranormal spiritual observer, psychic reader, and channeler. Annette, a high priestess and psychic reader. Mercedes, an accomplished paranormal investigator, spiritual feeler, and solitary practitioner. The Unexplained World is a location where the line between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy. So enjoy. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the December 14th broadcast of the Unexplained World with your host, the High Priestess of the Covenant of Whiteheart and psychic reader, Annette. <laughs> Okay, how are you doing, Annette? <laughs> no applause, just throw money. <laughs> happy Yule End, happy Yule Mercedes. Oh, you want them to throw money, huh? You want them to throw oh, money? Well, okay. Oh, you okay. All right, okay. <laughs> That's better. I can send my kids to college now. <laughs> okay. Also, paranormal investigator and paranormal feeler, Mercedes. Hello, Mercedes. And Paranormal Spirit Observer and Psychic Reader, Ed Shanahan. That's me. Okay, no crowd. All right. <laughs> Hello, ladies. Wait, How you doing? Wait a minute, start clapping, Mercedes. Yay! <laughs> I think it's crickets, little crickets chirping. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, ladies. How you doing? Good. 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 Uh, listeners, tonight is the start of our third year of broadcasting of the Unexplained World for Annette and I. Our, and wow. it's our holidays. Yes. Congratulations. Well, yes, uh, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. We've, uh, we're one of the few first ones to start out. And, uh, of course, others have grown. You know, people we've had on the show have started their own shows also. Also, this is our holiday special and just a fun show tonight. We are expecting a call from a jolly fellow from way up north. Hopefully a call from Chicago's top paranormal author, Ursula Bielski. Also a call from a person that, Hopefully, um, a call from the person that sees spirits. And a holiday song tribute for our soldiers and more tonight. It's going to be a full show. Um, Mercedes and Annette, i got a question for you, okay? Okay. Have you had time to come up with an idea for a promo video with the both of you yet? <laughs> no, Mercedes, have you thought of anything? Um, what I want to do, it's still a little too cold outside for it, but, you know, well, here, here, hear me out. I was what? thinking, since we'll have snow on the ground for a while, let me uh, throw this little idea out to you guys, okay? A video of you two making snow angels in the snow, okay? Does that sound good so far? <laughs> yeah, except for the part that I'm allergic to the snow, but okay, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. <laughs> and they would have to be snow fairies for me. <laughs> okay. Well, here is my idea of what would draw viewers to the video. And be a great promo for the show. Okay. Uh oh. 
you both know how the Victoria's Secrets TV special has its angels, okay? <laughs> well, when you both... Yes, Ed, we know. Yeah. We've heard of that, yes. Yeah, okay. Well, when you both create the snow angels in the snow, you both would be wearing lingerie, and we call it the snow angels of the unexplained world, and it ties into the season. What do you think? <laughs> Okay. Well, sounds like the people like it. And who are we to uh, to say no to the people? Yeah. Okay. Sure, Ed, you're on. Okay. Um, what do you say we get started with the show? Okay, ladies? Okay, good idea. Okay. All right. Um, we have a special long-distance call. Call, not cold. Call from the North Pole. And North let's Pole? See. Yeah, North Pole. Hello, Santa, you there? <gasps> ho, ho, ho! Is that you, Ed? Yeah, how you doing, Santa? Pretty good. Boy, I've been working myself to death here. You know, I just stopped in Indiana checking on a couple of chicks, Mercedes and Annette, seeing if they were naughty or good. Are they getting cold or what, Santa? What was it? What do you think, naughty or good? Which was it? Well, I'll tell you what. uh, I really don't tell secrets. Oh, okay. But you can imagine. Okay, okay. I think I know which way we're going. Never mind. <laughs> do you see him? Do you see him making snow angels, Sam? I certainly can. Okay, I can see it completely. <laughs> Lingerie and all. Okay. Santa, have you been dipping into the eggnog tonight? Not at all. I have okay. to save myself for later. Okay. <laughs> you're much. So you're you're much. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. go ahead, Ed. Go ahead, Annette. I was going to say, you're much more hip than I ever imagined you, Santa. Well, you know, when you're living up, up north, you really have to be hopping around, let me tell you. Okay. So you've been busy, Santa? Oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Unbelievable. Got to get all that product for uh, in a, for a couple of weeks, uh, traveling all over the world. It's hard to deal with sometimes. Well, at least you don't have to worry about the, co- the cost of fuel. Right. Oh yeah, right. Sure, you can you can fantasize about that, but you know it. You got to be up there in the air. Uh, well, yeah. have you we seen the the price of a barrel of reindeer food, Ed? For crying out loud, it's terrible. Oh, no, I haven't. No. Well, I'll tell oh. you, hard to grow stuff up here too. <laughs> you can't even find any mushrooms. Because <laughs> that's a reindeer staple. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Sometimes uh, some of them are hallucinating too. You never know. Well, how else? Yeah, you got to get them to fly somehow. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh well. So things seem a little lively down there now. Is is this in Indiana? Is that where I was? Well, the two ladies are from Indiana. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, I'm from uh, Illinois. Uh, you well, might you can't be all it. bad, Ed. You know, you might have read about us in the paper, but, uh, <laughs> so, Santa, yeah. um, how, you know, you're busy is, uh, what's Mrs. Claus up to lately? Mrs. Claus, well, you know, sometimes, well, sometimes she's rather strict about my, my ups and goings and things like that. Sometimes I stay out late at night. 
So sometimes he's not really speaking to me uh, in a civil voice. Okay. Yeah. Oh, banjo. <laughs> but anyway, I put up with it. Oh, I'm sure she's just off making some cookies or something or, you know, taking care of the elves. Well, I tell you, I will say that she does a great job shoveling the barn out. <laughs> you know, really put her back into it, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought she'd be a cup of woman, Santa. Oh, easy now, easy. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. Oh, she's got to feed the reindeer. Oh, he's moaning oh. about feeding reindeers. There she goes, okay. She's very busy. <laughs> what, um, Santa, what, um... So when do you take off, you know, uh, considering some, you know, you go to Christmas Eve, well, some countries, they, you know, they're ahead of time, you know, uh, they're a day ahead of us. Well, what's what's tough is I can, well, I can start in uh, in Europe and move through pretty good, but what really gets me is when those Greeks have their Christmas a week afterwards, and i got to saddle up those reindeers again. Oh, okay. You, you do know that. Their Christmas is about a week after ours. No, I never. You knew didn't that. know that. No. Oh man, I got a job here. Wow. I have to educate my people here and uh, and do my job. You know, with so all the you... people on the earth, with all the people on the earth now, Santa. I heard a mathematician the other day say that you would have to travel like some crazy six thousand miles an hour. Have you upgraded the sleigh as like a rocket or something? How's that working out? Uh, it's pretty simple. It's all uh, engineering. Okay. And uh, actually, uh, you know, if you fantasize enough, you can pretty well jet wherever you want to go. Okay, okay. <laughs> so there's a lot of magic involved. Yes, there is. Yes, okay. there is. Well, heck with those mathematicians. What do they know? What do they know? Matter of fact, they go to school and waste their time. Yes. What, uh, Sam, how many else do you have working for you right now? Right now? Well, I'll tell you what. You, you have to have eight. But I got a I got a stable of about twenty. Okay. You know, you never know when they burn out. Okay. The reindeer? What? Is that the reindeer oh, or the elves? The re- both the reindeers. Are... Oh. And the elves? The elves. Yeah. Well, you know they work. She got to feed the elves too. So uh, <laughs> actually. Uh... See, I knew it. <laughs> actually, uh, they're very hard workers. But, you know, we also have a couple of uh, Great Pyrenees dogs to keep them in track. You know, they bark a lot, the dogs, that is, you know, keep them at the job. Not easy running a, a tight ship. Are they union or non-union? i got to ask. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm a union man. I believe that okay. everybody should be in a union. Okay. That's okay. my own personal opinion. I okay. even give uh, presents to non-unions. Okay, okay. Uh Santa, we know that, you know, you can't be everywhere, okay? Who said that? Well, you know, there's a lot of, there's some, well, here's the facts, okay? Um, I know you can't be everywhere because you're just one guy. And, but there's a lot of places that help you out, like the Toys for Tots by the Marines and that. And, um... I think it's a nice gesture that they're willing to help Santa out and make sure kids also get toys, too. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I'll tell you what, I tend to be kind of an 
well, an egotist. I believe that I really do the job. But you know mm-hmm. what? I have a lot of help. You're right. And uh, the Marine Corps, uh, with their motorcycles and all that stuff, they really do a good job. And I have to, I have to thank them. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, today it was uh, was strange. I was at uh, a Jewels in my neighborhood, and I walked by the big box full of toys, you know, for toys for tats. And somebody, and that you'll like this, in Mercedes. Somebody put a brand new spanking, spanking brand new. 20-inch girls bike in that box. Oh. the wheels, yeah. So, well, you don't uh, ride your bike anymore, do you, Ed? No, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's why he gave it to the tots. Oh, that was it. Huh? Oh. Well, you know, he is a generous sort, though, I have to admit. Yes. So, so Santa, what do you do the day after Christmas? Oh, or, come on. Or is, or is that private? <laughs> well, Ed... The first thing I do is I hit the sack. I wind up putting my feet in some hot water and just phase out. Okay. Okay, Santa. Well, uh, I know you you got to get back to work and everything with the uh, little elves. And Do they all wear green suits? i got to ask that. What, what kind of suits? Do they wear green suits? Green suits. Yeah, green little uniforms. <laughs> you know... Actually, uh, Mrs. Santa uh, sewed something up, and I, I don't know. It seemed like it was more uh, rainbowish. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> Santa. Oh, Santa, you are naughty. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. I didn't admit. Well, I won't go into what you were. Oh. <laughs> Okay, Santa, thank you very much, and uh, maybe next year we could do this again, huh? Oh, I'd be glad to. Okay, and uh, you got a good win out there. Hopefully you have it uh, today. You got a good win out there. So yeah, but it's going the wrong it. way, Ed. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. Merry Christmas, Santa. Okay, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to all. And uh, say hi to Mrs. Claus. To us. Oh, I will. Okay. She's right behind me, poking me in the back here. Okay. All right. <laughs> Very I'll see you later Claus. then. Ho, ho, ho. Bye-bye, Santa. <laughs> uh, he must have been laying a finger aside of his nose right then, and off the chimney he goes. <laughs> How you doing? Ladies, well, we got we had Santa Claus on, right? So Yeah, yeah. He was much more charming than I ever imagined him. I thought he would be an old fuddy-duddy, but no, he's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, Santa's good. Santa's good. He's been good to me throughout the last couple of years so um Annette this being yeah. a holiday also called Yule tell us a little about it well Yule is actually the winter solstice and it falls on December the 21st um which, which winter solstice is actually the first day of winter and is the longest night of the year um, as we know, with daylight savings time and all that, we try to you know, cram as much daylight into our day as we can. But um, at this time of the year, we're coming right up on the longest night of the year, so the longest period of darkness. Now, at that point then, and moving forward into the new year, the light will be will present itself more and more and more a little bit each day. So and, and you all, pagans... Um, celebrate the fact that the sun is now returning and its warmth is felt more and more. Um, actually, what we do is we celebrate the rebirth of the sun. 
So a lot of times we'll say um, the rebirth of the son is like having a baby son king. In our coven, we always choose the youngest member of the coven to be the baby son king, and he gets crowned during ceremony and so forth. Um, there's been a lot of babies in our coven lately, so we always have a baby on hand. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's really cute. You know, he has a little crown. It looks like the sun and everything. It's adorable. Um, yeah. during, our, during our winter rites also, we, um, we have the, uh, the battle of the kings. The holly king rules over the dark half of the year. And his rule is ending at, at Yule, at Winter Solstice. He mm-hmm. is elderly. He looks a lot like Santa Claus. <laughs> He's with the, long, the white beard and the whole thing. Um, he yields and falls in the battle to the young Oak King, who reigns then over the light half of the year, which is from Yule until Litha or Summer Solstice. Um, they'll meet in battle again at Summer Solstice, and the Oak King then is old, and the Holly King is reborn anew in his youth. And on and on it goes. The circle is complete. The Holly King will win at, uh, at Litha and continue the reign. So, and then in our rites, we usually have a couple of the kids or, you know, before it was, we had a bunch of kids in the covenant would be, you know, the adult men would battle each other in a mock battle. It's pretty cool. It's oh, fun. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun, you know. <laughs> as long as you have people, if, you know, people with you that are into making merry, it works out great. Sounds like fun. Do you, do yeah. you uh, for Yule, do they put up a Christmas tree and stuff like that, or what's a Christmas You know, tree? Christmas trees, actually, Yule trees, were brought into the houses um, as symbols of um, hope for, you know, that things would be green again soon, because the sun would bring about, you know, leaves forming again on the trees, etc. So plants and greenery was brought into the house as a symbol of hope for the coming of the returning of the sun. Um, so yes, I do have a tree in the house. Mine happens to be completely decorated with all kinds of ornaments, and they're all sun. Everything uh-huh. is a sunshine, a sun face, or whatever sunny. In fact, I went so crazy last year. I even made a Christmas tree skirt quilted in the big shape of a sun at the bottom of the tree. So. Wow, wow, sounds yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll be able to wander over there between now and uh... now. When does when does the celebration? It does it end? What? All right, it's the same day, Christmas Day, right, for you guys or no? No, December the 21st. Okay, okay. So do you yeah. still keep it up there on Christmas and all that stuff? And yeah, yeah. Right we know there are, there are in-laws who are not pagan. So mm-hmm. <laughs> the kids get the, my kids get the best of all worlds, you know, because we get the <laughs> Yule, we celebrate the 12 days of Christmas, we do or 12 days of Yule, we do Christmas with the in-laws, their grandparents. So they get just every kind of celebration there is, you know. <laughs> yeah, they got to love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. we got to keep all of those a little bit low-key, you know, instead of mm-hmm. making like a giant Christmas and a giant Yule. But, yeah, they get a sampling of everything. Wow. Neat, neat, neat. And you mm-hmm. get to, uh, okay, all right. Does uh, does Mommy get that too, both days, or does... Uh... Well, just, yeah, I suppose, you know, the yeah. joy of the holidays is children responding to the celebrations and so forth, in my opinion. So I get double blessed by watching them get so excited about the Tompton, which is a, a Swedish tradition of, it's essentially it's like a gnome or a brownie, mm-hmm. and he comes at, you know, at holiday time, at, at, you know, at, at Gajul and brings all little things treats and things like that so 
So, yeah, they have, you know, I, mommy has a fairy for every occasion. <laughs> and they're believers, and I love it. Great. <laughs> uh, Mercedes, you yes. said you had a couple things that you'd be interested in talking about. Yes, uh, I just wanted to talk about a couple of things besides um, Yule and Christmas and everything else that we celebrate. There are a couple other things that we also celebrate. Um, uh, the Feast of St. Nicholas, St. Nicholas Day um, in the United States. Um, it's not observed nationally, but it's uh, observed in strong German um, cities like Milwaukee, Cincinnati, St. Louis. Um, Let's see. On the previous night, children put one empty shoe or sack outside. We usually would put them outside our door. And then in the morning on December 6th, when we woke up, the good kids had candy and little toys and things in their shoes, and the bad kids would have coal. Um, Um. That was from my father's side of the family that we got that from. Did you and, get the coal or no? No, no, no. I, for some odd reason, I always got toys, but I know I was bad sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> a little naughty. We always did, we always did that in my family too. In fact, I carry the tradition on for, for my guys now. Yeah, that's a fun yeah. one. Yeah, and then for my mother's side of the family, we um, celebrate the feast of the three kings, Dia de los oh, really? Re- Reyes in Puerto Rico. Um, the Feast of the Three Kings, also known as the Epiphany, takes place every year on January 6th. It is an intricate part of Puerto Rican folklore. Traditionally, this day is very important, especially for children, for it is on this eve that they will receive their gifts. <clears throat> on the Feast of the Epiphany, the Three Kings visited the newly born Christ child in Bethlehem, bearing him gifts. This tradition is repeated and reflected in present day with the belief that on this eve, the three kings will visit every good child to deliver them gifts. Tradition states that on the eve of the Epiphany, children collect hay, straw, or grass to place in boxes or containers under their beds. This gesture is a gift of food for the king's horses while they rest in between deliveries, um, because they have no camels in Puerto Rico, so they have to ride horses. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If a child is good for the past year, he will receive candy, sweets, or toys. If the child was misbehaved or naughty, instead he would get coal or dirt. Um, And this tradition is much older than Santa visiting on Christmas Eve. So that was just another thing that we celebrate in my family from Mother's side. Not a lot of people know about that. (laughs) Yeah, with Christmas Eve, or what's Christmas Eve? Uh, We do uh, St. Nicholas with my uh, granddaughter Mm -hmm. also. Mm -hmm. So uh, my wife doesn't ask, so. That's that goes up. Now I got a question for you, and it does dawn on me. Um, Friday night or Saturday night? Friday night, I believe it was Friday night. One or two, Friday or Saturday. Um, The full moon. They said was the biggest full moon in years. Um, Did it? Is there any reference to it, or was it special for you know this time of year or anything like that? I know you would know. Um, well, you know, actually, Greg, my husband brought it to my attention that it was the, supposedly the biggest full moon of the year. Um, I think it's got something to do with the fact that the Earth is just that much closer to the moon, or the moon is closer to the Earth, I, I think. And I'm sorry, I don't have anything mystical to tell you about that. 
yeah, yeah. It was it was humongous. I was on my way to uh, doing a house party, and uh, I looked up and it's like, wow, I should have put my black mirror out. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Leave it absorb. Yeah, like it says to do. Uh, I know. I know the baby was excited about it. He loves the moon. So he was freaking oh, out. Oh, did you see it? Oh yeah, he saw it. We had to go outside. We had to look for it and talk about it. And I'm like, it's freezing out here, but he had to see it. Yeah, it was humongous. It was big. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was big. Okay, uh, uh, Annette, let me tell you something. I did at the house party that I did last night. I did a three card uh, with the tarot oh. card. Yeah. Oh, let's give a shout out to Steve Grossberg because I'll tell you what that I we both have his book now, Ed and I, and what a fabulous piece! Oh, it's a masterpiece. What he's come up with, this theory of the masks, is brilliant. Mercedes, did you get the book? Not yet. I think I'm going to get it for Christmas if I'm not too naughty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it is brilliant. You know, I uh, I just can't say enough enough good things about the book. And he was a fabulous guest, so thank you once again, Steve. So it, it, the system worked well for you, huh, Ed? Oh, you know what? Besides the, doing the psychometry and the reading of the items of loved ones who passed away, they talked about that, too. And yeah. the way I did it with the people was the way he did it with Mercedes. I asked them to describe what you know why they liked each card and disliked the third card. And sure. Yeah, yeah. I left them do the describing. I didn't do the describing. And uh, it went over pretty good. It went over real good. So it's a, that's a great thing. It's a great book. So. It, it all, the system itself, I can see how it could be. I haven't tested it on any live people yet, but <laughs> uh, I can see how it could just be so powerful and just so full of oh, hidden messages. and It's incredible. I, I don't yeah, know why yeah. I didn't think of it before myself. And the people read it, and it's even cooler. Uh, we have a caller yeah. on uh, on the line right now. She's been on our show a few times. Uh, okay. Yeah, and her name is Kathy. Hello, Kath. Oh, hey, you guys. Hi. Hey, happy Yule. <laughs> hey, happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> Anyways, I told you I'm on this like time constraint because I'm watching my favorite show, but I was like, oh, if I don't get on there, he's going to get so mad at me. But I still <laughs> wanted to at least get on and say hello to everyone and Congratulations on your third year starting. I know all of you will come up with some really interesting and creative things for 2009, just like you did for 2008. Well, thank you, and happy anniversary. Oh, well, thank you. And happy <laughs> birthday, too, I think, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, the big one. <laughs> <laughs> 40 <Bobby>. again? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I've earned every dang year. I'm proud of it. I wouldn't go backwards for nothing. Good. good. <laughs> um, and let me say too, we have in a few couple minutes, we're going to bring on another uh, caller, um, a ghost here. But at this moment in time, I would like to play a tribute to our soldiers. Okay, and I'll tell the individuals where they can download this free song. It's called. A Soldier's Silent Night. It was the night before Christmas. He lived all alone in a one-bedroom house made of plaster and stone. I had come down the chimney with presents to give, 
to see just who in this dwelling did live. I looked all around, a strange sight to see. No tinsel, no presents, not even a tree. No stockings on the mantel, just boots filled with sand. On the wall hung pictures of far distant lands. Medals and badges, awards of every kind. A sobering thought came alive in my mind. This house was different. It was dark, it was dreary. I had found the home of a soldier. I could see that most clearly. The soldier lay sleeping, silent, alone, curled up on the floor in this one-bedroom home. His face was so gentle, the room in such disorder, not at all how I pictured a United States soldier. Was this the hero of whom I'd just read, curled up on a poncho, the floor for a bed? Then I realized the other families that I saw this night owed their lives to soldiers who were willing to fight. In the morning round the world, children would play. Grown-ups would celebrate a bright Christmas day. But they all enjoy freedom each month of the year because of soldiers like the one lying here. I couldn't help but wonder how many lay alone on a cold Christmas Eve in lands far from home. The very thought brought a tear to my eye. I dropped to my knees and I started to cry. The soldier awakened. I heard his rough voice. Santa, don't cry. This life is my choice. I fight for freedom. I don't ask for more. My life is my God, my country, my core. The soldier rolled over and drifted to sleep. But I couldn't control it and I continued to weep. I kept watch for hours. So silent and still as both of us shivered from the cold night's chill. I didn't want to leave him on that cold, dark night, this guardian of honor, so willing to fight. Then the soldier rolled over with a voice soft and pure. He whispered, carry on, Santa. It's Christmas Day, all's secure. One look at my watch, I knew he was right. Merry Christmas, my friend. May God bless you this night. That goes out to our troops and their families. And uh, may everybody be blessed. And maybe, hopefully, those that could come back safe do come back safe. And thank you for doing what you're doing. Okay. I had uh, We did that last year or not, and I just felt it was good to do it again this year. Absolutely. It's too bad that we have soldiers out there in a war still. Yep. Yeah. Maybe that will change. So let's hope I for hope that. I hope so. Yeah. Let's pray for that. Yeah. Okay. We have a guest. This is a lady 
that I've met on the last Ursobielski uh, tour and uh, was very impressed. Let's see if she's on there. Michelle, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you. Thank you. Whew. Okay. Uh, <laughs> ladies, let me say, uh, Annette and Mercedes, let me say Michelle. Um, it, it was kind of weird the way it was happening. There was a uh, one seat left for me to sit down in the front, and I sat there. And uh, Michelle was sitting there. And uh, she is what? What would you say? What do you do, Michelle? Uh, I don't know what I would consider myself. I've had a lot of weird things, as people would call it, happen to me. Um, A lot of people that I know that have passed away, I end up seeing them. I just feel things sometimes before they happen, and they happen. I don't know what you would actually call that. And it happens quite a bit, and I read a lot of books on it to try to understand what's mm-hmm. happening and what's going on. Um, I get a feeling sometime or just a gut feeling or I'll get a sign, and then something happens that pertains to that. So yes. because of that, I always go by what I feel or what I see, because when I don't, I always regret things. Yeah. 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 Has it always and, been that way for you, Michelle? Ever since I was, uh, I'd say it started when I was about eight years old. Okay. Yeah. And you mentioned it, it was hard to find people that would understand, didn't you? Right. A lot of yeah. people would think I was weird or making stuff up because they don't believe that that's possible, that that can happen. So... Of most of the time, you don't bring it. I don't bring it up talking to people because you don't know how they're re- re- going to react. And I know what I can see and what I feel and what happens, and I know that it's real. So it's yeah. kind of nice to be able to meet people that believe in that because they understand. Even if they've never had it happen, they understand what I, you know, what happens. Well, that's yeah. And we on that we took her on. Uh, I had her kind of work with me a little while we were on the tour. Uh, I don't know if we should talk about <laughs> the <laughs> other factors of it, but oh, yeah. Annette, I told you about it. Uh, that was an adventure. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, but we, uh, she did. She was feeling where I was feeling and stuff like that. So. Um, yeah, when yeah. going through the cemetery, I think the same time mm-hmm. you were, I just had a really heavy feeling, like not supposed to be there. But then, yeah. you know, walk down further, and everything felt fine and good and really peaceful. Yeah, it was a certain area, and once you passed the curve, then it was... Uh, right, that's when it, yeah, once we went around that corner to the left, and everything felt fine. Okay. So, and it's yeah. always just things like that that happen, and I just try to go on what I what I feel. Um like I said, if I don't, I regret things, and I've had actually a person that was killed, and I feel really bad because I had a strange thing happen that day, and I wanted to call and check on them, and I didn't, and um, got a call about an hour and a half later that he was killed at work, and ever since then, I always thought, even if people think I'm crazy, I'm going to say something because you just don't know. Yeah. So it's hard I, to carry yeah. around that burden of responsibility with you too now all of a sudden. Great. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
So if somebody doesn't believe me, they don't believe me, but at least if I, you know, save something bad from happening, then, you know, I, I feel better. Okay. And if yeah. somebody wants to, you know, joke or tease you because they think that, you know, that stuff isn't real, then I just, I'm to the point where I don't care anymore. I know what I believe in and what I see. And like the apartment that I live in, you know, I know there's something in here. My mom lives out of state, and she's got something, a little boy that lives in her house from when she moved in, and um, she would keep seeing this little boy. And when you're there, you see this little boy, and we always thought it was our imagination. She owns a daycare, and pretty soon these little kids started asking, who's the new kid? And he, they would describe what he was wearing, and it's the same outfit that we all see him in. Well, she found out the history of the house, and this little boy that was murdered at that age that we see him at, he would always play cowboys and Indians, and he's dressed in this cowboy outfit. So we found out that's who he is. So it's just really weird, and it's stuff like that all the time. Okay, yeah. Well, I was impressed, and the uh, what I've offered for Michelle to do is to assist me in a few of the places that we go to in the future. Really? Yeah. And, um, you know, so, it, you know, number one, it gives her the experience. It's like being on the show tonight. I want, I was hoping that she could make it mm-hmm. uh, to give her the experience to be on here. Um, and she, as we could, I, I'll say you're not that shy, Michelle. You were <laughs> you were worried about being shy, but uh, no, you're doing a good job. Yeah. And uh, then the next place we're gonna uh, hopefully get her out to is we're gonna have a Beyond the Veil uh, excursion experience at uh, Scott Mansion, the Haunted Mansion in Joliet, on January 31st, I believe it is, a right. Saturday a Saturday night. And uh, with Ursula Bielski and myself, and uh, maximum of 20 people are invited. Ursula will be doing her thing with the paranormal um, investigation part. I'll be doing mine with uh, what I do, including the Circle of Energy, including some uh, free readings there. And uh, bring Michelle out to assist me and, uh, in the Circle of Energy in that, and Mercedes, you know, the offer is always good, too. You know, it's been for a while if you yeah. want to come out also. So um, that's what we're going we're gonna to shoot for, for her first experience at this location that at night is a whole different animal for people. Oh, yeah. Now, um, the thing is, individuals who want to go to that website, Ursula Bielski's, just go to ChicagoHauntings.com and click on... Beyond the Veil, and all the information will be there, plus a video that was done by one of the members of uh, Indiana Ghost Trackers, a nice little video that he did. So um, just go over there, and um, we're going to see what happens on this night. And um, it should be very interesting. We're also, Ursula is going to bring her ghost box, which I believe is called the Joe's box, and, um, you know, see what happens with that. It's one of the... Yeah, it's the one I I prefer that box. Um, I heard the the last time we were there. I let's just say the the Joe's box so far has been a good response for me 
when I've uh, gotten on there. So, um, well, you've never been to the mansion, have you, Michelle? No, I haven't. Okay. Mercedes has been there during the day, okay? Okay. Um, and so, and the other thing is, Annette, you haven't been there yet, but no. no. I don't know if we'll get you there, but I'd like to one day. Get you there. <laughs> when the kids are in college. <laughs> okay, okay. Right. And I'll be how old by then? Jeez. It's really yeah, old. yeah. I'll be okay. pushing your wheelchair, honey. Thank <laughs> oh, you. Well, I'm, I'm excited to go, especially at nighttime, and I think it'll be really neat. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we plan on it the 31st. So, ladies, uh, Ursula, like Ursula Bielski, was going to attempt to call in, but she's got a very sick child, and it was a hit or miss, and that's why I was also happy to see you, Michelle call in tonight because uh, yeah. I did want to talk a little bit about the paranormal. Um, I don't know, ladies. Should I talk about what? Nah. Let's put it this way. Okay, I'm going to say very nice. Um, we were on, we, I, how can I say it? We were on, like I said, the Bielski trip um, through Haunted Archer Avenue and stuff, and we did see a miracle. I guess you could say that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And the orb... And and the orb that was caught pretty much proved that there was other factors involved. When did you oh, agree, yeah. Michelle? That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. So, uh, Michelle, what would you I, call it? A Christmas angel or one of the entities from the the location where you were touring? That's what do you think? where I was confused. I didn't know if it was because there, you know, it happened at a cemetery. I didn't know if it was somebody from there okay. or. Like you said, angels, it was just, it was huge, just bright silver. I mean, I've never seen one that big before show up in a photograph. And it, um, You could almost say it was a moon, but there was no moon that night. So. Yeah. yeah, but it was silver and sparkly, and I don't know. I just got goosebumps when I saw it show up in the picture. Now, you did not feel that with your, you know, feel that with your senses? It was just no. in the photograph. Okay. Nope. It was in the. No, the only sense, the only thing I picked up, as I said, was, eh, we got to get out of here. I'm not going to go into the whole details because yeah. I would leave that up to Ursula. But um, Michelle was yeah. sitting right next to me, and it's like, let's get out of this area. You well, know? especially and, because it was, you know, with gasoline being on the road and the fire was kind of traveling. Okay. Didn't know where yeah. it was going to go to, so yeah. we kind of got out. The only thing. Through walking through the cemetery, for me, I kept seeing a little girl in her pajamas and a nightgown. With She had bare feet. She had blondish brown hair. I'd say probably seven, eight years old. Hmm. And I saw her. I kept seeing her the whole time. Or I would feel her being there, which was really weird, you know, and I didn't. it wasn't a bad feeling. Yeah. But that's the only thing I really picked up that night as far as seeing someone or feeling somebody there. Yeah, besides that little area we walked into and stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, which was down the path. Yeah. I would like to, um, at this moment, uh, read a little something that's got published on different websites in there. Something I wrote up. Okay. And it's something I've been talking about, ladies, at the, uh, the house parties I've been doing and basically anywhere. But I added a little... Um, a little bit more to it. 
and uh, last night it was the house party I was at. It was a family. It was a family doings, and for a reason they had me there. They experienced me in the past, and it had to basically do with what I'm going to talk about right now: spirits of Christmas and how they holidays pass. One will always miss the loved ones of their of theirs who have passed away. The holidays can be emotional. As for some, it is a time that many families gather together, and yet there is the emotional feeling of the loved ones who have passed away not being there. During the readings I do, along with my discussions, they have to do with the spiritual world. I talk about the spirit of the loved ones who have passed away, and the spirits also missing, not being involved, or partaking in the family gatherings that at one time they did participate in. Just because the loved one is no longer in the living world, that does not mean the love for their living loved ones and family gatherings are gone. Usually it is stronger as the spirit cannot be here in the living and are missing those still in the living world. What I suggest to those who miss their loved one who have passed away is something that would be for both the spirit and the living. First, I ask the person if they still have a photo of their loved one. Majority of the time, the answer is yes. And usually the person says that they have a photo hanging up in their house. It is great that the person has a photo of the loved one who's passed away in their house. However, like the family gatherings and holidays, something a little special could be done. Something that will show the spirit of the loved one that they are still part of the holidays and family gatherings as in the past. I suggest that the person takes the photo of their loved one into the main room that the family gathers in during the holidays. Some individuals tell me that they have a photo of their loved one already in the room. If that is the case, I tell them that it is fine, but to take the photo and move it to another room area in the room. When a person either brings a photo into the room of the family gathering or moves the photo to another area in the room, it actually is a way of focusing on the loved one who has passed away. And this is a way of connecting to the spirit. It is also, it also is a way for the spirit to know that they are still part of the holiday family gatherings. The spirit of holidays past is still part of the present, and the love is shown to the spirit and, re- and in return felt by the living. So um, it, was, it was very special that last night that um, the family invited me to their family gathering um, because of a loved one who just recently passed away. And um yeah. Um so it was it was very nice. It was very I nice. Bet. Yeah. Did they did they do what you suggested, moving the picture into the uh, center? you know you yeah. know what Annette, they are. They are gonna do that. And um when we you know where I first met them? When we did the first when we did the psychic fair in Worth, okay? They were oh. they got there super early, the father and mother. And they came, they bought an item and um, for me to read. And I said a phrase to them that was the one phrase their son always said. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And um, from then on, you know, it's been nice. It's been nice. And I felt very special to be involved in that last night. So, oh, I yeah. wonderful. Yeah, that is wonderful. Yeah, so. Um, ladies, what do you plan on doing? Annette, what do, what are your plans for the holiday? You staying in town or are you going out? 
Um, oh, it's uh, just a bag of everything. Um, we're going to go to visit my 94-year-old grandmother from Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, since we lost her sister uh, in June, she's by herself now. So we mm-hmm. try to make as many trips as possible. So we're going to go and have a little Christmas dinner with her. And mm-hmm. then we're going to <laughs> go see the House on the Rock. <laughs> if anybody's ever been to the House on the Rock, it's just an awesome yeah. oh, attraction. Oh, yes. I love that place. Oh, it's great. So we're going to do that. My husband has never been there, neither of the boys, so we're going to do that. And then we're going to spend the night at the indoor water park at Deer Valley because we're trying to have a vacation. We never have had a vacation as a family except for just going out to Wisconsin and visiting Nana and then coming right back. So we're trying to turn it into a little mini vacation. And then we get back and we'll celebrate Yule here with the boys, just our little family. And then Greg's parents come in from North Carolina and we have, you know, four or five days of, holiday stuff and dinner with his sister in South Bend and so yeah, the big Christmas with them, dinner and all that, so Oh, you're gonna be a busy, busy lady. Oh yeah. And in the meantime I'm trying to get quilts done and all the Christmas crazy cooking and all that, so it's fun. Or, or say <laughs> Every day is prioritized. Oh wow. So you got like a schedule. Uh, I do. Honey terrible. Annette's own honey do list for Annette. So right? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Mercedes, what are your plans? Um, well, I have a one Christmas party to go to this coming Saturday. And then um, after that, we'll have uh, holidays here at my house. Like, everybody comes over to my house at um, Christmas morning so the boys can all open their presents and Santa brought them. And then we go to my mom and dad's house for dinner. And then we just sit around like slugs all day long because we're so <laughs> from eating Beautiful. <laughs> and, and nap and nap all day. So that's about it. I have to finish my oh. Christmas shopping sometime soon. <laughs> okay, somebody asked me real fast on the chat board where they could find a Soldier's Silent Night. You can find it at soldierssilentnight.com. It's free to download, and it's at soldierssilentnight.com. Okay? So that's where you can find that great song. Uh, Michelle, what do you plan on doing? Are you planning on doing anything during the holiday? Um, not too much. It's just my daughter and I, basically. So mm-hmm. we kind of just celebrate here all day. And okay. most of my family's out of state. So um, if they end up traveling, you know, I'll see them. Otherwise, it's just my daughter and I. And we make candy and cookies and all kinds of treats like that and make a meal and open presents. And then we just watch all our favorite Christmas movies together, so. Cool. Fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's neat. Simple that's neat. and relaxing. Yeah, that's neat. Uh, so which would I'm, be your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, gosh. Um, I would probably have to say National Lampoon's Christmas Uh-oh. Vacation. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That and then the Christmas Story I like, too. Oh, yeah. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Yep. <laughs> I still like the cartoons, the you know, the Rudolph and all that stuff. So. Yeah, the Charlie uh, Brown. I'm, I always have to watch the Charlie Brown ones when they're on. I think actually they're on tomorrow at seven o'clock, so I'll have to watch that. Already? Okay. Cool. Yep. All right. Uh, well, ladies, I don't know what's going on in the paranormal besides what I talked about. It's uh, I try to chill out during these couple of weeks, and. Uh, like I said, I think last night was my last house party until 
starting in January again. So it's a nice break. Um, we plan on doing basically uh, going to Kathy's in-laws and, uh, of course, my mom's and that. And I'll be off all week. I, I might take uh, my granddaughter. Uh, I don't know. I might take her down to Navy Pier, see if I could pull off any connections I have over there to get her in free. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> That's a fun place. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh but um, and as far as the paranormal stuff, that'll be in. Uh, uh, as more stuff comes up, we'll let you know about that. Uh, as far as con- you know, dates that are set in stone. So, yeah. But um, that's about it from this end. I think. Uh, Annette, do you have any wishes for anybody out there? I know you're good for that. Oh well, <laughs> I just wish that you know. I usually at this time of the year. Statistics say that people become the most depressed, and I guess I would just wish for everyone to just keep their eye to the sky, watch for the sun returning. With the sun comes happiness and joy and abundance. So, you know, know that there is hope. You know, spring will come. It's not going to be forever. Try to, you know, cut yourself a break on the holidays. You know, if you can't get things done, oh, well. You know, the spirit of the season is the same whether you give, give, give or not. So just do as much as you can. Love yourself and the people around you. Yeah, Blessed be. Yeah. Let me also say at this moment that uh, those who live in Illinois and Chicago, mm-hmm. you might want to get up early tomorrow morning somewhat because they're saying there's going to be almost uh, one-tenth of an inch, inch of ice on the ground Ooh. because of tonight. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So we'll leave plenty of time to travel. <laughs> yeah, and don't break your neck going down your steps or nothing like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mercedes, your wish for the holiday, the end of the holiday. Um, I just wish that everyone is safe during the holiday season, not only the holiday season, but all year, um, and that everybody has a good holiday and a good new year, and be safe, that's all. Okay. Michelle, since we're throwing you in the, in the loop tonight, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, your wishes. I wish the same thing, that everybody's safe. And um, I know, like she said, there's a lot of people that are alone and don't feel like they have anybody or any reason to put a tree up because they feel there's nobody there to see it. But I think you can, if you just have hope and faith and know that there's somebody out there that cares, and that everybody's got somebody out there, and to notice those people that you know are alone and do something special for them just to put a smile on their face and uh, make them feel wonderful. And I wish that a lot of people would do that for each other. And my wish is for people to remember the children and the people without, uh, be them seniors, be them. A lot of people are going through rough times today. Yeah, and, uh, it's just going to get rougher. So it's going to get rougher, and uh, I just, I just, I think you heard it when I said about what I talked about the Toys for Tots box. Um, mm-hmm. It's a season for the kids this year, and or every Christmas, and uh, remember them. And sometimes, just even when you're in a store, a little smile to a child will go a long way. Oh yeah. Uh, Annette, thank you very much, and uh, I will call you in a few if that's okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mercedes, thank you. 
Thank you. Michelle, thank you. And, uh, You're very welcome. And listeners, thank you. And also, Santa, as you know and see all, thank you too for coming on tonight. Uh, it was interesting. We're going to finish the song with, uh, we're going to finish the show with uh, a melody of Christmas songs. And for everybody, good night. Thank you very Bless much. Blessed be. Thank you very much. That's the end of the show. Our next show is going to be December 28th with Gumi Girl. And Gumi means latex 
and it's going to be Gumi Girls World on December 28th. Thank you, and good night. Bye-bye.